Hi everyone. I'm Casey and I'm Madeline and welcome to MNC Become MTs. So today, I don't know if you can hear all this background noise, <laughs> but we, we are, are outside. Yeah, we're in a different location today. So I'm sorry for all the background noise, all the cars. We might have a train come by. That oh, would be gosh. interesting. <laughs> um, but we're just going to keep trucking through. So <laughs> today we are doing another song share. Mm-hmm. episode because we love song chairs we do and we love to share the interventions that we've come up with because a lot of times it's not an easy thing to yeah. come up with new interventions so um i'll just go ahead and start so i have a song called hello my old heart by the oh hellos really great band if you haven't heard of them and um I'll just play a little bit, and then I'll talk about what I've done with this song. Hello, my old 
train. I don't know if you can hear it or not, but it's pretty loud on my end. So, um, this song I actually used yesterday in a session with adults in the psych setting. And we worked on emotional expression and emotion regulation. Um, talking about like how loss can cause to like closing up your heart. Yeah. But how if you close up your heart, you not only close off the negative emotions, but you also close off the positive ones and can as easily feel those. Um, and then we also talked about some numbing behaviors that they, both positive and negative, and the fact that there are positive numbing behaviors, like um, going to talk to people or surrounding yourself with people so you don't have to think about an emotion in the moment because you might not be able to handle it at that moment, but um, remembering that it's important to hand deal with that emotion eventually because if you don't deal with it and just keep pushing off emotions, then you're, you'll eventually explode and that'll affect not only you but the people around you. And how did they take to that? How did the intervention go? They went really well. That's good. Um, they seem to really relate to it and yeah. And then in another group, I have a, a picture of a heart that has two sides. So on Is one that for side, a younger group? Well, I used it with an adult group, oh, okay. but they are lower functioning. Yeah. Um, and oh, to kind of just like express like one side of the negative emotions mm -hmm. that you have in your heart and what's causing those. And then the other side is the positive emotions um, that you have in your heart and what's causing those. And so it's kind of like a visual yeah. of your heart um, because it might, a lot of people find it hard to express themselves and their emotions. So being able to write it out and kind of like visualize it can help with that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it could be used for kids or adults. I used a similar kind of thing with my adolescent group too, oh, okay. and that went really well. So not with the same song, with the preferred song. And typically, but. I think this is good for everyone to hear, too. You can use the same intervention for multiple groups. You just have to adapt it a little bit. So usually yeah. with, like, little kids, we do a lot of, like, coloring. Mm -hmm. So, like, you could theoretically use this song, but just, I don't know, tweak mm. it a little bit. I don't know about with kids. Well, no, I don't know about <laughs> with kids. But for a lot of songs, you can just change it a little bit and then adapt it to I mean, almost any group. Yeah, just like how I did. Because with the adolescents, I used a song called Heart on Ice, which yeah. is actually where I got this idea of oh, like okay. heart, the two sides of a heart from. Yeah. Um, because they had requested that song, and it's about putting your heart on ice because oh. you can't handle yeah. emotions. Um, it, like, it's too much. And they had expressed that same thing of being feeling too vulnerable to express mm -hmm. emotion. So we talked about like who are the people you feel are safe to open up to. You oh, know, I love that. So, um, yeah. So kind of the same idea, but I adapted it to three different groups. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very deep intervention. <laughs> Took a lot of research to kind of 
Yeah, final I know. Emotion I'm, looking, I'm looking at all your notes right yeah, now. Like that is a lot written down. A lot of questions and notes written down. Yeah. Um, Cause we need to be prepared, you know, for hard questions. Mm-hmm. Cause I definitely got some in that. Group. What were some questions you got? Well, I, one, one person asked, well, what if he said like, there are some emotions that I don't feel like I can handle, you know? Okay. And then I kind of went back to, well, it's okay to use those numbing behaviors yeah. when you need it, when it feels overwhelming to handle those emotions. Um, and the process of emotion regulation and dealing with those feelings um, isn't going to come naturally. Mm-hmm. It takes practice. So I kind of like went through these steps of identifying your numbing behaviors, identifying your feeling, like what it is, mm-hmm. and then from that, figuring out what you need because of that. So like, this is really basic, and I said this in the group, but like, I get really hangry. So <laughs> Me too. if I'm like... If I'm being rude to, like, people I care about, I kind of have to be like, okay, Madeline, you're angry right now. Why are you angry? Yeah. What do you need? I need food. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a very, like, basic example. But, but I mean, it makes sense. It yeah. Just... And every emotion, like, that's the purpose of emotions, to tell you your your brain and your heart are mm-hmm. telling you what you need. Yeah. Whether that's communication with someone um, like you need to communicate that you need something from someone or maybe you need something less from yeah. someone. So it talks a little bit about that too. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do you want to share one? Yeah. Can I borrow your door? Yes. Thank you. All right. So this intervention I just did a few weeks ago, um, with one of, with one of our groups in the psych hospital. Um, I didn't play it on the guitar. I played it on the speaker because it's um, it's a song by Justin Bieber. It's called As I Am from his new album. Mm. I can't sing like Justin Bieber, so sometimes we just play recorded music, and that's fine too. Um, so I guess I'll just sing a little bit of it, and then I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you all about like what I did. I swear 
Thank you. <laughs> I really love that song. So when I did this intervention with my group, I honestly didn't really know how it was going to go. Like, I had just heard the song maybe like three days before I did it. What group was this? This was... Um, was this the group we did? Yeah, the, and uh, okay. at Peace, the first group. So this oh, is with... Um, that's cool. This is like with psychiatric like adolescents. So they... With intellectual disabilities. Intellectual, yeah, too. so they were probably around like 13 years old. Would you say? Yeah, probably like I'd eight to thirteen. Eight to thirteen, more the higher age. But um, I did this song with the intention of having each client being able to identify one positive support system in their life, along with being able to identify two positive things their support system has done to help them. Um, mm, cool. I did that second part mainly because, like, in every therapy group, you talk about support systems, but we always say, like, oh yeah, like my mom is my support system. But, like, why? Mm -hmm. What does she specifically do that she supports you? And I never really thought about that until I had um, a meeting with my supervisor, like, two weeks ago. Because um, we talked, we were talking about, like, support systems. And she was like, well, yeah, but, like, why is that your support system? So it's like you want to challenge them. Mm -hmm. Not to get them to realize that, I don't know, not to challenge their support systems, but help, help them realize, like, weed out who your real support systems are and yeah. who aren't your real support systems. Because mm -hmm. if you can't say two things that they specifically do to help you, 
they're not your support system. Yeah, especially at that age. Especially at that age. Because probably yeah. the first thing they're gonna say is, "Oh, my mom." My mom or and my dad. dad. But, but what if might. mom and dad don't actually? Yeah, they might keep a roof over your head. But mm-hmm. like, what if they don't actually help you in any way, and they just—they're the cause of you being sad all the time, or yeah. the cause of some other issues? And I mean, it stinks, but it's reality. And I feel like the earlier you can realize that, mm-hmm. the, the better, better off you'll be, probably. Yeah. So when we did this, I originally played this song um, on like a speaker and they loved it. I was so surprised how much they loved it. And then we did a songwriting activity. So if you all heard in the chorus, it was like, take me as I am, swear I'll do the best I can. Um, And then the bridge was like, you were there for me when I was acting selfish and you prayed for me when I was out of faith. So I did a songwriting activity with the bridge and the chorus. Mm -hmm. And I just took out some words for them to put in like, who was there for you when you were acting selfish? Who prayed for you? Um, and also with the word prayed, I invited them to cross it out. I invited them to cross out any word and change any word just to make them more comfortable. Um, so we did that. And it was amazing how deep everybody went um, and how much they talked about it. And then after they wrote their songs, um, like we would go around the room and share them. And a lot of them wanted me to sing it. Or they sang it themselves, so we sang it and played it. And then at the end, they're like, let's listen to the song again. And we ended up having like a little jam session. Like we sang through the chorus like 10 times. And it was just like 10 kids in the room singing the chorus. And it was so like heartwarming. Like I've never heard these kids even sing before. Mm -hmm. And then we just sang. And I walked out like with a mile mile high smile. Like Mm -hmm. it was so cute. That's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. How do you feel about songwriting? interventions like taking out words and i've and, done you know, it a lot i think it's a good thing yeah i think i don't do it enough mm-hmm. i think i always forget about songwriting but it's it's really great it's a great way to express yourself definitely yeah and to take a it's a good way to allow for <laughs> singing if you take a familiar melody that they know how to sing and yeah. then let them add their own words to express themselves through song mm-hmm. in an easier way so i think that's a really Songwriting is really cool. Fill yeah. in the blank songwriting. Fill in the blank songwriting. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. what I meant. All right, Madeline, what cool. else do you have for us? So I have another one for intervention for kids. Um, I actually used this with that same group, but oh really? They were more. Oh. Um, they had like lower functioning level, yeah. I guess that day. Um. So yeah, this, had, group, this group changes a lot because yeah. we the song she's singing, she did with the same group that I did that Justin Bieber song with. But yeah. it was just – it was two totally different groups, like, yeah. intellectually-wise. Yeah, so this is Favorite Things from the Sound of Music. So I'll just play a little bit since you guys probably already, already know, know it. it. <laughs> <clears throat> on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. When the dog bites, when the bee stings, when I'm feeling sad, I simply remember my So, bad. so 
skipped right to the end <laughs> from the first verse. Um, I love that song. Yeah, it's a really familiar one to adults and kids, honestly. Um, a lot of people have heard it, so that's good. And um, so I had two adaptations to this when I brought it in. I brought it in because it's a good way to talk about, like, talk about emotions, like, talk about negative things, things that make you feel sad, like, when the dog bites, when the bee stings, but then also talk about your favorite things and express that. Yeah. Um, so I had a songwriting that I brought in with this that has the lyrics, and then it allows you to fill in your favorite things, and then things that make you feel sad. Um, but I wasn't able to do that with this group because I didn't feel like everyone would be able to do it. Yeah. So I also brought in an adaptation where it has um, when I'm feeling sad at the top with a like sad face. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, it says when, uh, or no, what makes me feel sad. And then on the other side, what, what makes, makes me feel happy? happy with a smiley face. And I, I asked them to draw things that make them feel sad and then i asked them to draw things that make them feel happy and then we and talked about went pretty deep they did I remember i was there yeah so um some of them wrote out those things some of them drew it but then we talked about it and then i said you know um sometimes when we feel feel those sad emotions it's not a bad thing but no, no, no. in order to feel happy, sometimes it helps for us to think of our favorite things and things that make us feel happy. Mm -hmm. um, and so we talked about that a little bit and things that make them feel happy, which like kind of is coping skills in a way. Yeah. And then um, I d also did a breathing exercise with them mm -hmm. um, and said, you know, this is something that when you're feeling angry or upset, this can also help you feel a little better and so I just did a I am breathing in now I'm breathing out um and played a like 60 bpm on a drum because mm -hmm. that's like a resting heart rate and some of them started singing along they <laughs> were was really it was sweet so that was really that was a cool session and then I also used this for a younger group who mm -hmm. was around the same uh level cognitively with the flipped paper. Oh, nice. And they drew it, drew on it, and we talked about it. So that was cool. So, yeah, that's that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go kind of kind of the same direction. Can I borrow your guitar? Yes. Um, a song that has many adaptations to it. So I have used this one in multiple groups. Um, it's called Turn the World Around. It's a fun one, and I have, like, learned to really adapt this to wherever I am. So we originally learned this song. Our supervisor taught it to us as, like, a group drumming song. So there are, like, four elements to the song, fire, like, mountains, water, wind, fire. Um, and each group, you section them off in the groups, and each group has a drum. And when you're singing their part, they drum. But I've also done this with our preschoolers and turned it into a movement song saying like what do mountains look like let's see what mountains look like what does fire look like and then have them pick like oh where are we gonna go now like we come from the mountains and they'd be like we come from the meadow or we come from the ocean mm -hmm. um and then they come up with different dance moves for it mm -hmm. um so i'll just go singing a little bit 
the mountains. Go back to the mountains and turn the world around. We come from the mountains. Go back to the mountains and turn the world around. We come from the water. We come from the water. Go back to the water and turn the world around. We come from the water. Go back to the water and turn the world around. I'm not going to sing the whole song. It's basically <laughs> just long. that. Yeah. And I'm sorry, it took me a minute to get that strumming pattern. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I did that song. I've adapted in so many different ways. I've done a movement song with it. I've done... Um, the drumming, another, the old intern, she actually taught the elements. So she brought out like element cards. Huh. And it's a cool, it's a cool song. Yeah. I really like it. I sing it to the kid I nanny mm -hmm. and he just loves the song. I think it's oh, just like the it's upbeat. It's such a fun song. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's by the same guy who sings Deo. Oh, really? He said Deo. Daylight comes yeah. and we don't want to go home. Which yeah. is also the tune to our goodbye song. <laughs> Goodbye, time to say goodbye. Music's over and it's time to say goodbye. Yep. It's a fun song. So many fun things. <laughs> well, I hope you guys um, enjoyed this and maybe can learn something from it if there's some music therapy students out there listening. And if you ever all want access to our Google Drive, we have unlimited resources that we would love to share. Yeah. As long as you share some back. <laughs> we need some help, too. Um. But yeah, next week. Oh, so Madeline, do you want to tell our viewers the good news? Yes. So I will be finished with my internship next week. Yes. Snaps yes. to Madeline. So exciting. Um, and sad at the same so, time. So yeah. So I guess next week we'll just talk about like wrapping up internship because yeah. Madeline ends next week. I end um, a month from now. So, so soon. Yeah, I know. So very exciting things coming yes. from us. And we will also have a guest, a guest speaker, speaker who's yes. an art therapist who works at LET. Yes. So, so you all get to learn a little bit about art therapy so. next week. Cool. All right. Well, we hope you all have a good day and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.